By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the stream and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? Hydrosexual sinking. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. Hydrosexual sinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Hypothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability all the way. <laughs> I guess slower. Close to Johnny, <laughs> stopping before touching him softly. Touching. Okay. And then softly caressing his hair. <laughs> oh, and pulling out a follicle, <laughs> putting it in his bottle. It went like from 50 mile an hour to like 20 mile an hour. I know, so I'm, like trying, I'm working. It's, it's a new bit that I'm working on. <laughs> yep. uh, my name's Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my. Oh, my follicle? co-host. Did you say a follicle? Yeah. Ah, hey, y'all. I'm Tyler. Ah, hey, I'm Johnny. And the way this works, if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, is that Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and Johnny, sweet, sweet, facial hair growing, eyebrow looking, Johnny McJohnster goes Ooh. into every episode completely blind, very similar to a coal miner Okay, that's good. who lost his light. Yeah, <laughs> you're damn right. A coal miner yeah. with no canary to test the air. He's definitely right. <laughs> exactly what Taylor said. A coal miner with a uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you can't figure that out, it means that Johnny has no idea what we're uh, covering each week. Never. And he still has no it. idea. Guys, you know what today is? What's today? Today is Friday. What, what is today, sir? What day is it? I'm talking about the holy motherfucking what? Trinity. Christmas Day? Trinity. It might as well be. <laughs> Christmas Day? <laughs> it's our 30th episode, y'all. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Oh. Number three, zero. Three. Oh, my goodness. Guess how many? That's three times ten. That's three times ten. Guess how many there are of us? Uh, there's three of there's us, Nick. There's three. What? what? Guess how many uh, corners there are in a triangle? Three. I was going to say three. <laughs> You're damn right. It's three. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Oh Guess how many stars are in the sky tonight? A lot. It's divisible by three. I can almost guarantee <laughs> yes, it. Exactly. That's not likely. <laughs> no, it's multiple. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. If it's even, it's either. If it's even, it's not divisible by three. So there you go. Why don't you go outside and count Is the it? goddamn stars, so it's Johnny? It's a 50-50 shot, dude. It's a 50-50 shot. Wait, am I wrong? Can you, a divisible number be, like 90 is divisible by three? Fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Whoa, that math is wrong. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I rescind that. Never mind. <laughs> Visible stars. More than a 50-50 shot. Then. At night? Yeah, well, from where, yes, where we are. Like, millions of, like, more stars than there are, like, more more like specks of sand on the earth, oceans. Like, lots of stars. I can't see a single star right now, so, visible. No, I can't see a single one. Are you stars. indoors? Are you indoors, Taylor? I am podcasting from the safety of my own home. <laughs> Good. You gotta be careful. You gotta watch out. There's bears. There's lots of bears. You gotta watch out. There are bears. Dude, speaking of bears... Dude, there was like that crazy fight this past weekend, uh, McGregor and Khabib or whatever. Well, I yeah, I say crazy. Khabib, I don't know. Yeah, I guess the Khabib dude. I don't even 
watch it too often. Yeah. But I did see some YouTube videos yeah. where that Khabib guy like wrestled bears yeah, as, as a little a kid. kid. Like cub bears. Did you guys see that? Yeah, he wrestled Dude, yeah. cub bears and he fucking it was awesome. That's so Doing cool. a great job. I mean the bear was definitely bigger than he was at the time. I mean yeah. much bigger. Yeah. Height wise it was probably pretty even, but that's freaking wild. Dude. It was very wild, dude. That's crazy. And it looked like it was an organized, like, <laughs> bear like, training. Like a, in the left corner, like we have training. a bear from the Soviet a Museum. Bear. In the right corner, we have Khabib. Tropics. <laughs> 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 Guys, if you want to hear cutting-edge conversation like this first every week, just make sure to hit that subscribe button. You can subscribe God. to this podcast to be assured, to rest assured, that you can get every episode first at 12.05. Well, of us. One of us. One of us. Twelve oh five. Twelve oh five. Gobble gobble. Taylor, how you doing, bud? Man, I don't know if you guys can tell by the sound of my voice, but I'm a bit stopped up. Oh, I don't know why, <laughs> but other than that, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I've been working like a dog lately and uh, uh, kicking some ass, dude. Uh, my band's got a show this weekend. It's gonna be fun. Well, well Hell yeah. Uh, how you guys doing? Doing super good. I can I can attest. Taylor has been working. Harder than uh, my lungs when I run. That was a bad analogy. I'm going to leave Nick to the analogies. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm doing great. I'm doing super good. Uh, Harder than Johnny's phallus when he listens to Hans Zimmer. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Hans Zimmer. You call me crazy. Who, I'm a fan. Who doesn't like Hans Zimmer? Uh, Nick thinks he's in. I know. It's fine. Oh. Oh, Dude, Lion King, freaking Blade Runner, yeah. freaking Interstellar. But now he's just making noises. Or Interstellar, uh, my, he's yeah, just Interstellar making well. sounds. He's arpeggiating. Lion shit. King. Yeah, he 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 co-wrote that apparently. Yeah, he produced it. What? Which? Or maybe like, produced it. All of all of the songs. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I looked. Pretty up sure it was Elton John. <laughs> There's a lot of Elton John on there. <laughs> but uh, but he for sure worked on a lot of crazy shit. Like like Inception. This guy's wild, dude. We're wild and crazy. Anyways, uh, I'm doing great though. I'm doing super good. Yeah, wait. Where are we getting about uh, you being hard? You, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Good, because I don't like it. Anyways, okay, right, so everything's great. Um, the, <laughs> the the weather's getting way better here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. It's like it was really hot. Now it's about to get into those 50s, 60s for fall time, and I'm stoked. Oh, talking about the moody 60s. Moody 60s, the Nick. Moody 60s. How are you doing today, sir? I, let me tell you how I'm doing. Tell me. Tell us. I went to the Kroger's the other day. The Kroger's. And I was feeling a little frisky. (laughs) Feeling a little excited. Wasn't sure what was going to happen. You were hyperphallic. I was. (laughs) And I was wandering through the Kroger's thinking, well, this is new. I'd usually have a a list when I go. But I didn't have a list this time. I just was winging it. I was was free falling. (laughs) Tom Petty style. (laughs) Free falling. (laughs) So I'm wandering through the, the Kroger's. And I wind up. Uh, in the aisle closest to the beef jerky, which is the aisle that oh. contains the Oreos. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, contains mm. Chocolate the, almonds. The Nutter Butters. So good. But once weird, at my Kroger's, those aisles are not close to each other. Oh, really? It's one aisle. Yeah. There, it's one it's aisle. It's also away. right next to the floral section. It is right next to the floral. So you, you get that hint of uh, 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 unhealthy cookies yeah. and a little bit of nature <laughs> smacking you right in the face. <laughs> oh, are these cookies healthy? Yeah, I can smell the health. <laughs> <of them>. <laughs> <laughs> smells like herbs. <laughs> the earth smells so chocolatey. So I'm walking up and down these aisles, and I'm just like, all right, something good's got to be here. Uh, something, there is a cosmic reason why I, w- I wandered into this aisle. Okay. And there it was. What? There it was. Ooh, ooh, ow, ow. What? Ginger snaps. What was it? Oh. Hey, ginger snaps. Ginger snaps pretty good. I saw some ginger snaps, and I thought, you know what? This is the reason I'm at Kroger. This is why I'm here right now. And I bought them. Are they always there? Yeah. 
<laughs> but, but this specific time, that this one time was why. It was, yeah. You were called by You could, him. like, feel it, right? I could feel the ginger snaps. About two weeks prior, I was four lanes down from that aisle, and I was trying to do a front handspring. And you heard the Jumanji drums? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was and like, did anybody else hear this? I, <laughs> I was trying to do a front handspring, <laughs> and I fell and landed right into the water. Wait, in Kroger? Yeah, I did. I my friend didn't think you I could do back it. handsprung in the Kroger. I down the aisle right next to the alcohol, and it was in between alcohol and like the liquids. And I did a oh, front a hand bottles there, bud. Yeah, you I know. Save those moves for Walmart, bud. Kroger's a fine yeah. establishment. Yeah, yeah, that is a Walmart move I, for sure. I've never, I never <laughs> fall. You guys know I don't fall when I do that trick, but I fell on my ass and sprained my hand. I felt like a little. And one of the workers like looked at me and started <laughs> chuckling, and I was like, "Damn, I look stupid." Sprained your hand. Dude, go back and fucking sue him. <laughs> I <laughs> should. <laughs> like, why can't you just do handstands, you know, in their establishment without getting hurt? You know? It wasn't a handstand, God. it was a front flip. Shame front on you, Kroger. Flip, but... The angle was just right. You guys built your, your Kroger on a slant, therefore I am suing you because I am an American citizen and I have the right to do so. They didn't have a wet Was sign. there a posted no No, there was no, sign? no, and there was no wet floor sign. It was slippery. There was no signage, no signage. All right, I'm, we'll talk to your lawyer. Last about, time, we'll talk to our the high road lawyer. Last time there was no sign. Taylor climbed a line in Trafalgar Square. And this they is got, very true. <laughs> in England. Fuck yeah, dude. So back to those well, ginger snaps. Apparently there were signs. <laughs> back to ginger snaps. The ginger snaps are delicious. They they remind me of fall, uh, and that just that's a little taste of fall of how my week has been. Yeah, I'm excited for beanies nah. and warmth. I know beanie weather, scarves. I'm a scarf guy. I only about own one scarf. Yeah, go ahead. I own one scarf. <laughs> you own one scarf. Is it gray and it goes with everything? It's black. Uh, and it was black a, goes with everything. It was a gift. I, I have gray, black, red, scarves. white. I have all the scarves. Taylor, you're a shorts guy. What are you going to I'm a hell of a shorts guy. I got like 25 degrees to go before I can wear any kind of beanie, any kind of jacket. Taylor gets. I have to wear pants for work, okay. unfortunately. But I thought, oh. I thought you were going to say you have like an inch longer shorts that you wear in the wintertime to like make a difference. <laughs> Those yeah. like have enough. I put on my John Cena yeah. shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they go past my knees. <laughs> you can't see me. Well, yeah. now, these, these ginger snaps. <laughs> these ginger snaps you speak of, are they the ones that have the little frosting on them, or are they just plain old ginger snaps? They're plain Kroger brand ginger snaps. I'm moving up, though. I'm moving Still up. Still sounds good. Still sounds good. Oh, wait. Before I wrap up the ginger snap situation, I was on the same aisle. Guess what other shit I bought? Uh, Fig Newtons. You fucking Oh, what? shut up. What? Are you serious, dude? What? Yes. Oh, my God. Nowhere. All there right. Are, there are hundreds. <laughs> Holy shit. Aisle. You could have said Oreos. You no, could have said dude. almonds, raisins, like peanuts. <laughs> you could have oh. said vanilla wafers. But I said Fig Newton, son. Holy shit. Oh, synchronicity. 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 I'm sweating right dude, now. Dude, no, no joke. Holy shit. No fucking joke. We were, so we saw First Man last night. And, and and Johnny and I were walking around, and he pulls, he drops this quarter. It's this quarter that we huh. we used all day to like unscrew stuff on our tripods. Yeah. It bounced around the office. Johnny gets up out of the car. The quarter falls out of the car. Yeah. Picks it up. It's on tails. 2002. He looks at it. It's a fucking astronaut on the back of the quarter, and we went and saw First Man that night. It was crazy. Was it good? Yeah. It was fantastic. I, I cried three times. I'm going to go see it again. <laughs> I want to go see it. I, I, man, and it, from the previews, dude, it looks insanely good. Yeah. But I was wanting it so bad. I, I haven't seen it. 
But I wanted so bad for it to be some crazy twist at the end. <laughs> like the whole, you know, second half of the movie is really about they get on the moon and there's aliens there and stuff. Oh, they, uh, they, 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 before the credits roll, they're on the moon. You hear, cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stanley Kubrick rolls the credits. It's like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Oh, I've been inspired by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> We thought that something like that was going to happen, but unfortunately, no. Oh, do we just spoil it? No, it comes out Monday. It comes out Monday. Yeah, it comes out Monday. Tight. Well, it comes oh, out Friday, sure. but podcast is yeah, out yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, so we can spoil everything. Yeah, probably everyone would have seen it by, the, by you know, in three days' time, probably. Yeah. I've seen episode two of The Retroactive Walking Dead. Retroactive spoiler alert. I can spoil <laughs> that shit right now on a Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, you want to know how busy Taylor is? We have to record this episode two days early because he's so freaking busy. He's a celebrity. I know. Point. We're extra early. A celeb, dog. You know, timing is crazy, dude. Timing is crazy. You know, day, night, sleep. I don't even fucking know where I am anymore. Day, what day night. is it? Time is a circle, I don't even Taylor. Know. Time. It's circular. It goes circle. up and down and around. Yep. It is circular. A Carousel. Hey, yo, bros. Time to take a break to caffeinate. While you're listening to a podcast as unpredictable as ours, you need a coffee that's going to keep you on your toes. That's why I reach for the strongest coffee on the planet, Death Wish Coffee. Available ground or whole bean. Hell, you can even get them in K-Cups. Available at deathwishcoffee.com. That's deathwishcoffee.com. Speaking of time and circular and uh, uh, Triforce... Okay. We're going to do something different today. What are we going to do? Different. It's the 30th episode. 30. 30. Uh, and there's three of us. And three. so the only way to celebrate. Wait. What? If you take 30 and then add three to it, that comes out to 33. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three of us. It's episode 30. We we went back and forth. Like, do we have a guest on? Do we do this? Do we do that? Do we... You know, fire Johnny. Do we fire Johnny? Do we? <laughs> it's been offered up. People have offered it up. Like maybe you should just kill him. Well, yeah. Do we <laughs> yeah, kill man. him live on air? Do we sacrifice him to Beelzebub it might, tonight? It might still happen. I don't know. They haven't told me about that yet. Uh, no, we don't do any of that. What we do is we have a special high bro, tri bro news tri-bro. update. <laughs> We're gonna hit you with some high bro news. We each picked a very important piece of news to us that we wanted to share. And so important. We're gonna so important. We're gonna split it all up, and uh, we're gonna give you guys some news, and we're gonna talk about that today. And it's some good shit. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel more. This is an informative episode. So this isn't semi-informative anymore. We are moving yeah. into informative territory. So what today. you're saying, Nick, is that <laughs> I have a part. In today's holy shit, we're gonna unleash the fucking genius that has been hiding <laughs> yep. as our third host well, here. They not, said we never you would. You guys don't know what's gonna let's happen. Let's not sell me too far. I'm I'm gonna release try. the Kraken. <laughs> release. We're the- holding you back for their own good, I but <laughs> I don't know. I I think they deserve a little a little pop. Well, good. A little pop of inspirado from old Johnny. Good news is, if I bomb it, I'm going right back to where I was. <laughs> uninformative. He's and got I'm, nowhere else to go exactly. but down. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hose, mama. So that's what's going to be. Don't worry if it sucks, guys. Next week, I'll be back to where I was. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. If, and, if it sucks, you can just skip it. And if I do well, I think I'll also go back to the way it was because it it's not easy doing the research just things. Yeah, and one thing we're doing now as well is uh, if you go to the if you go on iTunes or whatever service you're listening on, you click that little info button to read about the episode. If you're not doing that already, you can find out what we're talking about in each episode. And now 
Uh, you can see the minute markers as to when we talk about news and the actual episode. Because sometimes we don't we want to talk about news for 20 minutes. So this week it's going to be like cool. zero to end. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it'll be that. We'll split it up. So it'll be, it'll <laughs> okay. be Nick Taylor Johnny. And then that way, if you don't want to hear Johnny, yeah, yeah. you can just skip it. No, a lot of people are kicking off when Johnny starts talking. They're all gone. Why are there the viewer statistics count- are saying <laughs> they're all That's listening to Johnny. Yeah. It's like they all start tuning in when I start talking. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> so, I mean, fuck. Should we just should we just dive right in? Well, wait. So, all right, wait. What? So wait. Rochambeau. It, it's, we can Rochambeau, but I can't see t- Nate. scissors. So, <laughs> but um, whatever so, you didn't pick. <laughs> so since Taylor was hosting this week, should you start? Nick? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's Taylor's Taylor's episode this week. So I'll start with some news. Started off fresh. Uh, so fresh, so clean. And then we'll do. Then we'll what? Go to Taylor, and then we'll go to you. That sounds youngest yeah, finished that, last. That why. Yeah, that why that way. If Taylor is crushing it and we go over, I don't even have to go. I'm all set. Exactly. Oh shit! I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. He's gonna he's gonna botch it on purpose just to make make her shine. Go go go. Cool. Well, then I'm all ready. All right. Check this out. Check it. Checking. Yeah 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 hot yeah high bro nuggets. <laughs> we were talking about that. We were saying yeah, we were talking about if you put the word high bro before damn near anything. It sounds cool. Taylor, give me one. Hybro bean. Johnny, give me one. <laughs> Hybro hot dog. Hybro sandwich. We were giving out Hybro hugs like crazy in Orlando. Hybro, it went over well. Hybro high fives. Hybro t-shirt. Uh, Hybro. I'm botching it now. Hybro eyes. Hybro smile. Hybro script. Hybro podcast. Hybro uh, microphone. Hybro topic. Hybro alien. Hybro Bigfoot. Hybro planet. Hybro flat Earth. Hybro food. Hybro. Hybro hickey. Hybro thinking. <laughs> Hybro thinking. A podcast. Hybro Johnny. You looking at the actual text? Yeah, I think the one I was most proud of was Hybro butthole, but <laughs> <laughs> I was not proud of that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, hybro hole. Yeah, oh, hybro hole. I don't like that. Hybro trinity is what this hashtag. Anything with a hole on it, it's just like ah. Orifices. Today's episode is sponsored by hashtag hybro trinity. If you're listening to this episode, make sure to use the hashtag hybro trinity. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's you. dive the fuck in. Right, okay, let's do this. Part, part two. Part two. All right, so we're just gonna hit this hard, guys. This blew my mind. All right, I'm a sub a space guy. I consider myself a space guy. I'm a, I'm a science guy. nut. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit spacey, Nick. Oh, <laughs> you got him. You got him. Burn. You got me too good. I might quit. Oh, don't do that. I fucking quit, guys. All right, well. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to issue a hybro take back. All right, fair. I'll, uh, hybro accepted. <laughs> a hybro dumb, is that right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was offensive. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hybro take back times two. All right. <laughs> Known as fast radio bursts or FRBs, these ultra-short, ultra-powerful pulses of ancient energy are the universe's brightest flashes until you cannot see. Wait, sorry. They're the brightest flashes you can't see. Can or can't? You cannot see them. And the brightest They're bright as fucking. You can't see them. They travel billions of light years across time and space, shine with the intensity of nearly 100 suns, and then blip out of existence mere milliseconds after reaching the range of earthly telescopes. 
Really? Is because they're aware. Fuck. Because they're what? They're just a butcher. Butchered it. Because they are radio waves, they do all of this while remaining totally invisible to the human eye. So telescopes can see them, but we can't? Uh, no. You, I think you said they get in, they just, by merely seconds, get in, in the, the face of a telescope, and then they... And they just, These telescopes are all different kinds of, uh, of readings. Though, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mean, but they can read them, and then they go away. Because how else will we know they're there? Yes. So, and they're the brightest things ever? Yeah. So what is it like a like a neutron star exploding or like reaching supernova and then it just like goes out? Nobody knows. Oh. But it's got the power of a million exploding stars. You're damn right. So we got some hypotheticals diving in here. This is on LiveScience.com, very reputable source for all my weird ass place. news. Uh, but while only about 30 FRBs have been uh, detected since their initial discovery in 2007. Astronomers think they may be a near-constant phenomenon that modern technology isn't equipped to fully capture. Hmm. Crazy. Which would seem out of place. I feel like we're at a place where we can see damn near everything, or at least try to, right. and you're telling that this, is, this has been going on, and we're like, I don't know how to fucking do it. Right. Like, come on. The intensity of we're, nearly 100 suns. And we can't see that? No. Like, I can see you, and you're not nearly as bright as a sun. Can you see me? I mean, you're not, you're not Taylor wearing shorts to John Cena oh, style. Oh, it's a radio wave, though. I mean, right? Yeah, I but mean, so yeah, we're not going to see the brightness. But, but, of it. but like, if we can make would the that reading, equate to loudness, or what? What does that equate to? Like, it's brightness. What does that? What does that equate to? I wonder. Like loudness or frequency range? Like it's higher pitched? I don't even get it. It it doesn't make sense. But like today, so this is published today, a study in the journal today? Nature. Yeah, today, October 10th, when we're recording. Journal Nature uh, added evidence saying that thanks to high-tech telescopes in Australia, uh, Australia, quote, we found 20 fast radio bursts in a year, almost doubling the number detected worldwide since they were discovered in 2007. Wait, wait. Damn, dog. Sorry, you go. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, oh, I'll go. So so 2007, (laughs) what is that, like 12 years ago? No, it's not. Uh, uh, definitely years. not 12 years ago. 11 years ago. <laughs> it's 2018. Math. Pretty much 12. Math. It's basically 12. Yeah. Well, it, could, it depends on what part of the year it was. Beginning of that year, end of this year. Anyways, so 11 right, years right. ago, they started detecting these things, and they're getting more and more. Yeah, so when, it's, when it started uh, in 2007, they, were, they only found about. So since 2007, they've only found 30 FRBs total. Oh. Oh, wow. Like, what is that, like three since years? Since 2007. Oh, dude, 30? You say 30? 30 FRBs. Dude, episode since, 30. Oh, shit. Oh, Synchronicity shit, right there, dude. Get, get out of here. Dude, do you even notice so, that? Are these like bundles of bursts? Like 30 bundles of bursts, I guess? Like, because they're, they're fast? Or is it just like one and gone, I wonder? That So that I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of glazed over this. Grazed over this. Glazed it. I mean, donuts can be glazed. It's fine. Glaze it and graze it, baby. Grazed it. Uh, but they said they, they've proved that fast radio bursts are coming from the other side of the universe rather than from our own galactic neighborhood. So these these shits, they're coming from, like, intergalactic. Like random Planetary. Places. Planetary intergalactic. So this means one thing. We got aliens yeah. on the other side of the spectrum here trying to hit us with radio waves, which they probably had been trying to hit us with all different other kinds of waves. But, and then they realized, oh, shit, let's try some radio waves because we like radios. Dude. And then, boom, they sent us radio waves. And now we've been getting radio waves. It makes sense. But it's like, wouldn't they just realize that we can see light in our own spectrum? Like, why, why are they sending that shit? 
Right. We just, like to the human eye, it's not visible. We don't even have the technology to see it. So what if a higher power is communicating to us wrongly, and we can't even fucking see it? Yeah, I, dude, I've dumb. I've watched things in the past where it was um, like they're trying to say, oh, it's dumb for people to be, you know, have satellites out listening for radio frequencies coming from outer space because if there were intelligent beings out there trying to communicate with us, why the fuck would they be using radio? You know, right. that's pretty low tech, I guess. Well, it's new to us. You know, but I guess it's a different kind of radio thing, you know, so it's a different kind of radio wave, I guess. Well, in, a, in the new study from the uh, International Center for Radio Astronomy Research what? in Australia. International, what, how do you pronounce, or what's the abbreviation for that? Uh, ASCAP. I knew it. Oh, I knew no, it. Wait, 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 sorry. It's, it's I, I cry, I cry. It's fine. So I was fine. Asking. It's, I was about to say, all these people have been taking our royalties for <laughs> these musician royalties, and they've been applying it in their radio research? What the hell? <laughs> so, <laughs> That's where all my checks been going. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan Shannon, who's an astronomer at the Swinburne University of Technology, uh, and his colleagues use the Australian Square Kilometer Array Pathfinder, also known as ASCAP, which is a cluster of 36 identical antennas linked up to a single powerful radio telescope. Mm. And what these do is they monitor a, a wider swath of sky for <laughs> FRBs that has ever been observed before. And they're doing this in Australia. Swath. Uh, each ASCAP antenna watches the sky at a slightly different angle, leaning out of the remote scrubby plains of Western Australia to stare down 240 square degrees of uh, space all at once. Um, according to the researchers, the array monitors a slice of sky with about a thousand times the area of the full moon. That's wild. Uh, Crazy. Well, that's yeah, that is big. Wild. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, what do you think it means? Uh, I don't know. So, the last little piece they have is essentially, like, ma- so the, the subtext of this section is the mapping missing matter. So, after... The scientists in the Australian university have recorded 20 new FRBs in the past year. ASCAP scientists have also been able to estimate how far each pulse of light has traveled across the cosmos. As FRBs surge through the universe, they pass through clouds of intergalactic dust and gas that slow and stretch the light's waveform. Sure. Uh, and this quote comes from the, another Jean-Pierre Macquart. Jean-Pierre. Who's a senior lecturer at ICRAR. Uh, he says, the burst reaches Earth with its spread of wavelengths arriving at the telescope at slightly different times, like swimmers at a finish line. Okay. Um, timing the arrival of the different wavelengths tells us how much material the burst has traveled through on its energy, or it's on its journey. Huh. Uh, the wider the spread of wavelengths in a given pulse, the more likely the pulse has traveled through an enormous stretch of the universe, perhaps sense. several billions of light years before finally colliding with Earth. Long way. Uh, in fact, studying FRBs could even help astronomers figure out exactly what types of matter exists between galaxies. Hmm. Weird. So it's crazy. If it was like a really tightly packed like pulse, you'd be like, all right, that's in like one light year away, essentially. Yes. Yeah, I guess they're assuming that all these bursts are coming at the same time. Like when a burst happens, everything in the burst is coming at, from the same point but at the same you'd time. Assume, I guess that's an assumption. Yeah, you'd assume though, Taylor, that if it's only happening like let's say like three times a year, um, that it, it, each each burst would be its own thing, and that you know months apart yeah. wouldn't be a straight. Well, think about well, think about like uh, when you have like a rail gun or a machine gun. 
I mean, you shoot them rapid fire, they're single bullets shot at different times, yet that event could be looked at as one event, you know? You empty the yeah. whole clip kind of thing. Well, I don't know. well, still, each one of those is its own burst. I don't know. I know. I, I would. I guess. I guess it depends on how you look at it. I, I would. You could say that the the whole flurry of fire was a one single burst. You know. Right. Like a, like a burst of rounds. So you saying that there's an yeah. alien out there with a gun shooting at us? Well, that's what they're saying. So if <laughs> if this is indeed, you know, the fast radio burst. If this is indeed that, and this is live science, and there there are some hypotheticals they bring up. But if it is indeed that, if they study this further and they continue advancing their equipment and really keeping an eye on it, it could actually uh, get us closer towards completing the map of the known universe. The universe, which is insane. map it? Yeah. Because we're able to, with this technology, we can see how far they're traveling. And if they're traveling X amount of time, you know, if you're doing the math and you're like, okay, you know, we studied this year, these 20 average to travel from about this far. Oh, shit. It's 2019. These 20 beams averaged to travel about X far. And it's, you know, it's further or yeah. shorter, shorter or whatever. Uh, but it could not be that at all. It could literally be, and these are the hypotheticals they provide on live science. Uh, these mysterious pulses could be distant flashes of supermassive supernovas. Uh, it could be the That's wild thinking, yeah. the wild spin of universe's speediest, uh, speediest neutron stars. I was... I, both of those things or, I heard up first. It could be the thrust of alien spacecraft sailing across the cosmos. Oh, like like a like a bat like a like a enterprise. Yeah, like an alien spaceship. And then that thruster is what being sent. But we're like that's plausible. Uh, that's like a plausible situation that like you only see thing. twenty, so they're only getting so close. Maybe they only come. You think tw- think about how yeah. much of a straight line though they'd have to be traveling to come into our pathway though. Warp you know? speed, like it would have to be pretty deliberate, like moving in our direction. You know, and dude, like that's a pretty sharp, like very acute angle that from going that distance. Totally. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. Well, think about like think about seems purposeful. Think about human cruise control. You know the the Tesla shit like. You you get your Tesla on auto drive yeah. and you put that on auto drive and it's driving between those lines because it knows to be in the straight line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that would kind of imply that something would either coming at us or going away from us, but like it, in a direct path it, with it, us. Well, yeah, though, right? it would have I mean, to be exactly direct for us to like see it hit us, and that yeah. that's, right. that, that's like that likelihood of a meteorite or is it asteroid? It's asteroid going towards us, and not to mention. You know, you're saying that this ship has to be the brightest thing in the known universe, dude. There's no way that thing's like like brighter than a neutron star, right? There's no, and to me, to me, uh, and they calculate heat. This is a nerdy fact, I know, but they calculate heat in a lot of different ways. But people are like, oh, the hotter it gets, the redder it gets. That's not necessarily true. You can have stars that are red dwarfs, you know, white. You can have orange. They call them pumpkin stars, pumpkin stars that are different colors. Like you have a, a clean flame, it turns blue. There's different colors. So how in the heck? Sorry, that little, little nerdy this there. How in the heck? Would you also they, get real heated. Yeah, I just don't talk about flames. I think it's whatnot. stupid yeah. that they are. Saying You're showing a, that you have the heat of a hundred suns, Johnny. Thank you. Uh, Power of a thousand exploded suns. <laughs> it make <laughs> little horse the band on that ass. It makes more sense that, that, that there would be a sun that was that bright, unless an, a civilization was able to harness something right bright enough. But, that's not possible. What? I don't know. Yeah. I, who knows how? What, I mean, what's the brightest thing that could exist? Like, is there a cap to how bright something can be before it just is no longer? I don't know. 
Does uh, could something be so bright that it's no longer bright? It's no longer visible? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. And like huh. one thing that really so what uh, why I gravitated to this article is that the headline of the actual article is astronomers confirm Earth is being bombarded with ancient invisible energy from another galaxy. <laughs> confirm my ass. <laughs> I mean, it's confirmed. I well, mean, it traveled like well, the distance. it has to be ancient. Yeah. Well, I guess it's still super fast, but it has to be old at least. But the, right? like that's what blows to travel my, that far. That's what blows my mind. Is like in this whole piece, they don't talk about the ancient side of it. They just call it. They put the word in there. It's, so if I said yeah, like, it like aliens, but it's if literally confirmed. my dad did something and I was like my ancient ancestor, <laughs> it like it sounds dope <laughs> as shit. That's the but best. it's that's not true. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's like, how do you know that this these beams of light that were discovered in two thousand seven are ancient? invisible beams of light. Yeah, because technically it's believed that every single, like, there's a good number of percentage of stars you look at at the night sky that are all dead and the light hasn't reached us yet. Right. So those are all ancient lights. But I guess all planets are ancient. I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, everything everything in the universe I mean, is ancient as fuck. Compared right? to me, you guys are both ancient. Oh, shit. Is, oh, damn. Whatever. I got, a, I, got a, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got gray hairs popping out, man. I've been seeing them lately. It sucks. So is George Clooney. Uh, he looks good as hell. Yeah, Silver Fox. He's an old man, though. Yeah, he looks, I'm not an old man. He looks hot as hell. So I'm saying. I got a question. <laughs> I got a question for you. So with this whole ancient shit being brought up, <laughs> like it, you know them deeming that it, it's ancient, invisible bursts of energy, which ancient, is which is crazy. If space, so space is the concept of space. Space to us is futuristic, right? Oh, totally. Like getting out into space, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. So getting out into space, but like or the co- galaxy, you know, a long time, time, time ago, far away. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> <Long time. laughs> yeah the, the concept of galaxies and supernovas and all that shit—it sounds like something of the future, but yet, what's outside of this planet is, uh, of Earth is ancient. So space uh, is an ancient thing, and that, like that, yeah, that was the attraction backwards. of this article, and that blew my fucking mind because it's like space is ancient. I've never heard anybody describe it that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Except for fucking George Lucas. I guess, yeah, he got, he got it right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes, He's an alien, probably. That makes, probably was. So you're saying it's future for us, but it's ancient because of the time. And the only reason that, it, that it's called ancient is because it was created or it happened, became so long ago. But... I don't know. We only started understanding it recently, though. So, like, I don't know. I mean, we still don't understand. Let's be honest. That's true. Like, we still have I mean, it's, no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an ancient thing, you know, but... Yeah. I mean, it's the most ancient thing that we can know of. It's crazy. But there's, like, operating in it, I guess, is pretty futuristic. Or, like, discovering all these yeah, new yeah, things yeah, yeah. that, you know, and defining all these things that are happening. Totally. Like, these I'm, crazy waves. I'm getting anxiety talking about it. Like, that's what it does to I me. I just did a little bit ago. I was thinking about like how insignificant and unimportant I am, and I'm like, "There's fucking aliens shooting blaster bolts at us," and I'm like, "Here, and I don't matter. I don't fucking matter." It's <laughs> so weird. I always reserve in the back of my mind that you know, crazy shit isn't happening because I'm not in one of these weird places. Where if I did go to one of these weird places, it'd be just like out of a movie. Everything would start crumbling around us. The light would shine right above my head, and it'd be like, "You are the chosen one. Oh, you're, you're the chosen All one. will be now that you are here. You have arrived." And then I will take my true form. Well, that's how we met, Taylor. 
<laughs> I was, oh, I was, I was imagining everyone's perception the first time they meet me. I get it now. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing happened to me. The same thing happened to me. Basically, I said, yeah. So that's some crazy news for you. That's uh, that's my pick of the day. That was good. Serving that's up. my hybrid news. Uh, any more thoughts like you'd like to that. add about that before we move on? So your hypothetical was what exactly? Or their hypothetical was it was it was an alien ship. It was yeah. Star, like what if it was an alien ship? Star. What if it was a super super massive Nova or whatever? Supernova. Uh, I think it's gotta be a star. Hmm. I think it's gotta be some star we have not discovered amidst some crazy pulse. Maybe like the like. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like we can't we either a sun explodes or like or becomes a black hole. Maybe there's like another option. I don't know that like well space weather exists and it could be simple as that. Like we have you know we have earthquakes and yeah. we have hurricanes, but they don't happen every day. And if you're only averaging it out, like thing? how many? Yeah, how, how many? How many earthquakes happen in a day on on Earth? How many hurricanes uh, happen in the really? day in the Earth? I'm not asking. Yeah, I'm, uh, hyper, uh, yeah. I'm asking the universe. But we're one planet, yeah. and like for instance, our sun makes up like 99.8 percent of the mass of our of our solar system. Just our solar system that is so in- insignificant. Our our storms are, are so Dude, insignificant. I'm seriously about to have a panic attack right now. Talking so, about this. So so like, the complexity in the uh, the the grandeur of everything else is very likely that there's there's storms that are much bigger that are right. planet destroying that are that are sun destroying that are, that are you know universe changing word yeah. but I mean there's not <laughs> storms out there in space right I mean there's no no atmospheres but, of storms but, and weird things happen it's just shit running into each other and stars exploding but, but for right? instance a solar yeah. flare from a sun can destroy a planet and that same sun yeah. can explode itself who's to say that there's not multiple suns getting together and like essentially getting their own like gravity shifts and then those explode rip each other Come apart on. Exactly, you know, you can imagine that fusion, yeah. like that, essentially, like a a uh, 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 atomic bomb reactor, like a literally yeah. re- reacting in, in in two stars touching each other. That's like, dude, that's like crazy. That's like ET touching a finger. It's like whoa. Well, yeah, except not as magical <laughs> and giving me anxiety. All right, we'll move on. Sorry. Also, <laughs> well, I was gonna just... say, if there was a star, if this was caused by like an exploding star or whatever, a neutron star, whatever it was, no matter what kind of star, if it was caused by an exploding star. I'm assuming. I don't know much about how stars explode, but if they, when they explode and the energy goes in all directions, then it would be inevitable that some of it would hit us. True. You know? On that point, another so many fun facts. Science and, and space makes you go crazy. The concept of of uh, of infinite um, power and energy is if we could put a uh, a a bubble, basically like uh, imagine a soccer ball with all those hexagons or. or, or um, Pentagon. Like a round football, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> we, we put a big one around around a black hole, and then open up one of those octagons, and all the energy gets protruded or like ejected out of that one hole. And we could basically harness that. That's the only way we could uh, essentially find infinite energy. I'm not sure how I got on the topic, uh, but I have no idea. Yeah, how you got something there. Taylor said, and that fucking triggered me. And I, oh, he said, oh, oh, how, how how suns turn into black holes. Oh, okay. Anyways. Well, that's all I got to contribute about that. I want to get as far away from this topic as humanly possible now. <laughs> I, I, I regret it. Uh, I like space. I, I enjoy space, but it also terrifies me. If you guys want to make a movie that truly scares me, just don't put aliens in space. Just make a movie about someone getting lost yeah, that's in space. Lost in space? No, not that shit. But like, There's I robots in there. I don't want robots. But it's just like somebody floating. That's very scary. Yeah, like gravity, but like if they didn't have anything. Like if they literally, if their, <laughs> if their ship exploded. So George Clooney, when he was like floating away. Yeah, but like a whole movie uh, about George Clooney floating that away. So that would suck. 
That would suck. Dude, could you imagine? That would be the single most horrifying movie oh, theater man. experience for me. Dude, I don't know. If it was George Clooney, though, it'd yeah. probably be okay because he's just cool as a cucumber. He's floating away into infinite space. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I just think of, I don't know. What is he telling her to think about? Does she have a daughter or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's thinking about her daughter. Yeah, just thinking about your daughter. Dude, it's so uh, stupid. He, he's so happy the whole time. All she had to do is give one tug on his suit, and he would literally like launch towards her, and he'd be fine. That fucking movie, The Physics, makes me so uneasy. Okay, anyways, Taylor, what's your topic about? <laughs> Taylor. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Turn, it, turn it up. I'm passing the torch, Taylor. Turn it up. Turn it up to 1,000. Honestly, actually, if Nick has... Episode 30. 30. It sounds crazy. I don't want to rechange the form of it, but if you want to, I could go, because my topic... No, Okay. No, you're last. Okay. Okay. Because mine's just a little tidbit. Wait we your turn, you, boy. We want to give you the full forum, Johnny. I think it would help you, Nick. I think it would help you. these listeners' heads with your research. Okay. Okay. I need a break from space, Johnny. <laughs> give me a break from space. Okay. I understand. Space break. All right, guys. So science peoples in the UK have been working on robots. Tiny robots. Sperm bots. Oh, oh shit. shit! I almost picked this one. <laughs> what? I almost picked this one. Yeah. What do you mean? What? Sperm bots. What do you mean? So we've all heard of nanobots that uh, you know <laughs> will one day enter our body and uh, fight diseases from the inside out. But this this bot leaves our body? No. This day is here, Johnny. The day is here that the nanobots will enter our body and flow throughout our body, delivering the medicines that we need. So official science peoples from the University of Exeter. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Exeter or Exeter. It's in England. Um, so these guys have created miniature robots uh, based on the anatomy of human sperm. Uh, the purpose of these sperm bots is not to impregn- impregnate the quote-unquote real dolls that we learned about in the last episode, but instead <laughs> they will hopefully be used to deliver medicine and drugs throughout the body in a more efficient way. <laughs> so the idea of Pearl Jam-inspired robots is nothing new and uh, has even been tried in the past, but these science folks in the UK said that they got it right. Uh, their design is easy to build with a 3D-printed tail, and they claim to have the perfect head-to-tail ratio. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, so you're saying, yep. you're saying that they're not, they just look like sperm. They're not sperm. They're, just, they're calling them the sperm bot because it looks like <laughs> so a sperm cell. So it also cell. looks like a, a teardrop. Yeah, it's not I mean, made out of sperm. It is uh, directly replicating the way a sperm works. I, I guess know. the way a sperm I think swims. A lot of ways to describe it. But other than that, they would give me less queasy feelings. <laughs> but it's called a <laughs> sperm bot. Like sperm is it's a sperm scientific bot. I mean, term. It looks just like a sperm, and they yeah. are modeled after a sperm. I mean, that's what they're trying to make. Would you a prefer the term robot jizz? I'd prefer like jizzbot. No, I actually left jizzbot out. <laughs> I left Jizzbot uh, out of my writings. I, there's a lot of scientific terms out there that are nasty. Like, but you, it's you're, like you're, they're, they're legitimate. They're like the term for sperm is sperm. Like the scientific for sperm is sperm bot. I, I just don't. It's but, a proper term. Yeah, but they're creating something. They could have given it a freaking different name. Here, we'll use Splooge. Splooge. No, there's a <laughs> like something like teardrop or something. Ugami. They might have Ugami? a real name. Is <laughs> Ugami bot. Ugami. <laughs> that sounds like fondle me. Ugami. <laughs> There's probably a real name, but all I saw was a picture of a sperm. I read it, and I was like, yep, come. <laughs> so, so that's just all, you know, whatever. Damn it. <laughs> we could use so, this Greek word. <laughs> What's this Greek word? <laughs> I don't know what its Greek word is. I can't pronounce it. It's in Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Spermata something. <laughs> 
So uh, their design is easy to build with a uh, 3D printed tail, and they claim to have the perfect head to tail ratio. Uh, ladies, if you want to know what that ratio is, you can find me on the Facebook. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh wow! What a plug that was! <laughs> oh my god! You're, you're using this podcast in all forms, aren't you, Taylor? This is just for your own success. <laughs> yeah. So according to the books, a uh, a tail, uh, a little sperm bot with a tail length of 0.15 inches is indeed the sweet spot. Okay. So uh, looks like we're in good shape, boys. That's what Johnny calls uh, his. Yeah, a little <laughs> sweet spot. So wait, how how small are we talking, Taylor? You said like the ratio, but like one point five inches. Is how big the? Sp- just look down, Johnny. But that but that to me. I'm forgetting what you just said. <laughs> wait, but, wait. All right, here we go. Here we go. So while these cum droids are easy to build, size is an issue. Oh, my God. What else is new, right? This is, this is, so, this is wild. This is so size-wise, uh, the, the, the perfect ratio or whatever, the, the perfect length of this of the sperm tail for this bot is 0.15 inches. That's the sweet spot. It's, it's, this thing is not a nanobot. This is huge. What? I mean, that's not huge. Uh, I'm not swallowing something that looks like a teardrop that's an inch long. What? Dude, one, you know, one 0.15 inches. Oh, 0.15. 0.15. I thought you said 1.5. Yeah. So I got like a little bit bigger than a tenth of an inch. Then yeah, that's, so, that's no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. And So at this size, they can swim comfortably through an adult's aorta. Comfortably. Uh, with, I see what you did there. Comfortably. Comfortably. This is why uh, we so can't do this An adult's aorta is about an inch in diameter. Uh, and, but to get it down to a size that Johnny would be more comfortable with, <laughs> uh, they need to get it down to about 500 times smaller than they currently are. Yeah, you're going to swallow something an inch wide? Dude, Imagine like sw- you would have to swallow it. Just inject that shit right to your veins. You swallow shit an inch wide you, all the time gonna, with like vitamins. No, 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 no. Let's hear me out. <laughs> vitamins. It's not an inch vitamins. wide. Fish oil vitamins are fucking huge. Yeah, it's not an inch this, wide. Okay, dude. All right, yeah. So these sperm bots that we're talking about would be much smaller than a pill that you would swallow. Okay, much smaller. great. See, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't have like, I don't know, like your index finger length. That's that's a lot of freaking pill. What are we calling an inch in your world, dude? I don't know. I don't. I don't. An inch is not an index finger. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> go get th- a tape measure. There's a tape measure right in front of your computer. Yeah. One, one, one second. Right there. It's right there. It's right there. Just think there. a tenth of an inch. Just think a tenth. You know, tiny. I, I know what a tenth. He's I'm, looking I'm, at a tape I'm measure saying, for reference. Like, when you said an inch. I was like, there's no way that that would even be viable. <laughs> Leave it to Taylor. Oh, that's just not said, that I think bad. it's 25 millimeters. I believe. That's it? I don't know. I didn't write it down, dude. I'm telling you, fish oil are fucking no, huge. I two inch pills. I eat fish oil every day, or I have one a day, and that's. Yes. It's what yes. do you do fish oil for? Well, it has great omega threes, omega sixes, omega twelves. It's free fatty acids, and it helps your joints. What's six plus twelve? Makes your joints 18? roll fatter. What's eighteen plus? What was the first number you said? One. Wait, omega six. Omega threes, sixes, and twelves. All right. What's eighteen plus three? Twenty-one. Shit, we were close. It's fine. Maybe next time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Taylor, continue. <laughs> oh, there's not much more to the story. <laughs> well, it was- but uh, one of the things that you uh, that they are trying to do with it is they're you know I, they're trying to make it about 500 times smaller so that it can be used in like your average capillary. And the goal is to pump these fools in there. Um, they would be uh, you know delivering medicine. And I guess the way they actually make these guys swim is uh, they oscillate magnetic fields around them. And uh, that's how they move, is so they, they just oscillate these magnetic fields, these tails whip, and they move along. So they control it with a magnet. Yeah. yeah, so basically the head is like a magnetic head, and the tail is like this elastic little whip that they 3D print. 
and they oscillate the magnetic fields around them or manipulate the magnetic fields in front of it, uh, strengthen it, weaken it, strengthen it, weaken it, and it, it moves forward and swims, and uh, its tail, I guess, does a natural swimming motion. And um, so what you're saying is that the purpose of this is to help cure diseases? Yeah, they're saying it's, it's, right. it's, it can deliver cancer drugs as a form of like curing it. Instead of using radiation for chemotherapy, you're putting robotic sperm. Uh, get these little guys in there, and they can get places where this other stuff can't. Because it's directly in your blood. You know? I just, like, I I don't know about you guys, but, like, if I go to the doctor and I'm just like, oh, my stomach hurts. Like, here, just take this. Yeah, some antibiotic. Like, I'm a number at, at, at the doctor. I would Absolutely. not. I would not let this happen. I wouldn't, uh, like... Well, no, don't put the don't put anything robotic in my body. I don't know. My Period. Do, my doctor, shout out to Tim Murkowski, great guy. I would definitely. Yeah, you got one of one. <laughs> or how about Michael Traver? It's I, a very I, limited pool of good doctors. I'm just saying, I would, dude. If there was an experiment, he was like, besides the word we're using to describe this robot, Johnny. It is scientifically. Listen, listen. I just want the word, Nick. Robotic what was sperm. it? Come, come, droid. You didn't like? Uh, I just, I don't think that. I, you know, I just make me queasy. I just think it's gonna make the world queasy. <laughs> Tell me it's not. <laughs> what the the word come droid or or, or or sperm bot? Like it's the it makes people it's called <sighs> sperm. Like it's I don't know what they call it. They just call it a tiny robot. It's probably. called that because they made it look like that. But it's like you're. It's, it's not it's actually not, that, it's, dude. What? No, it's not just looking like it. I mean they. They made it specifically based on the way sperm swim. That, That's why it's. Why you know, do you have this like some sort of? You have this like problem fear no. of of common words like butthole freaks you out you, and now sperm freaks you out. They're both it doesn't normal words. Pretty sure butthole is a medical term, right? It is. I don't think it is. <laughs> it is it's not. I'm googling it. It's in Google a it. it's in a medical book somewhere. I'm sure it is. Probably says I'm anus saying, or the, butthole. If the world know. gets weirded out by cockro- cockroach milk. From like the 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 alternative to like cow milk, they're not gonna let the word sperm bot. It's just not. It's not gonna fly, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna not say what I was about to just say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say fly? Is that what you're about to go on? And uh, it was gonna have something to do with milk, like another uh, another alternative. Okay. Well, anyway, milk. Anyways, moving on. But like the actual a, term, yeah. is robotic sperm, also known as sperm bots. These are people who have degrees. That are higher than anything I'll ever have in my life. <laughs> I don't know if they're using the word scientifically to help people. They're walking around saying robotic sperm. Those people are probably like it's people like Johnny that make us not be. It's it's, it's yeah, them. Yeah, fuck me for being sensitive for society, Nick. Damn, like really? Society. Like, it's any, the term. People are not going to buy that, dude. What the word sperm? Bot. Sperm bot. bot. Sperm bot. I don't think the average person would <laughs> be like, oh hell yeah, put that in me. I don't think they're going to market it as sperm bot. I think we can all then agree with that. That's the point. They're going to call point. it something like H two seven nine forty five. Perfect. Now we're on the same boat. But it's okay. called a sperm bot right now. Well, then right now, yeah. That's in fine. this, yeah, in this paper, it's called sperm bot, splooge bot, <laughs> uh, Pearl Jam inspired, <laughs> and cum droid. <laughs> that's what we're going with. Is that? Did you get that from Vice.com? <laughs> No, nah, those are all those are all tailored words, man. I Taylor Smith those wordsmith them, buddy. <laughs> I knew they give a, te- a technical word. I was just sensitive on the, on the idea that the society just, would literally I, like Nick. It's you're no such big a deal. fascinating human. No, it's not a big deal. I've heard you say worse things. Of course, I have said way worse things, but I don't. <laughs> I don't put that into public and say this is the medicine. We're talking. <laughs> listen, but it is. It's real. No, no, no but this I wouldn't. Real thing. My, my horrible words. I would not market towards. We're society. talking about science, Johnny. And I know science would not use that word. Science does use that word. Well, yes, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're yeah, talking science. Yeah, we're literally right. talking. Like, science, science uses that word. Science uses that word. Either way, another. Uh, they're trying to use this in many ways, not only to be little robots that swim. Uh, they have found another use where they can actually kind of implant the magnetic head into a fixed position. And if the di- if the you know parameters are correct, like if it was positioned in the like a small uh, capillary or something something small enough in relation to its tail, uh, it could actually pump. Uh, the movement of its tail can actually uh, pump blood or pump water. Weird. So that's what, like another possibly like a, a real mechanical use. What if um, what it could be used for? What if the body rejects the foreign like bot? Possibly so, but uh, you know. You know, there's all kinds of implants and stuff that, you know, the body accepts. I guess there's always a chance that it will reject it. But one thing that is odd is the body tends to not reject uh, alien implants because they tend to be uh, implanted, and when they're implanted, they have some biomass around them. So maybe they'll be able to come up with some kind of a biomass or some kind of a, a, a biomaterial that they can, you know, put around this thing to where your body would just be fooled. What is, Wouldn't know the difference, man. I mean, I like when you when we talk about robotic sperm or sperm bots. Okay, look at me as a dummy. It's not gonna be twins, dude. I uh, I can't help but think about Minority Report. I think about those little spiders, like the little spider bots in Minority Report. Talking about in a Spickle Me with the spider, uh, the, the, the robot no, cookies. So for the third time, I'll say in the movie Minority Report, <laughs> the joke. spider bots. <laughs> I think about that and like, what if there was. A greater purpose for this, like that, it was like mind control or some shit. Oh, they could put something inside you that. Yeah, like they're basically. (laughs) Yeah, dude. This is a way to basically like put a tracker on human beings, or well, definitely is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, when you were talking about, uh, I I wouldn't let that in my body a minute ago. Instantly, it popped in my head. Was like, well, yeah, there would have to be some point where these things would be connected to Facebook somehow, (laughs) and they're somehow like just gathering data off you. Not necessarily like listening to you talk or something. Oh, you're but just. Gaining more statistics from you in the way that something like Facebook it does. It just it just gathers info about you that maybe you think is useless, but it's going to be marketable in some way. Oh, you're right. you know? on the toilet right now? I can sense you're on the toilet. Let's put some ads on Dude, your phone. Dude, what a dope-ass <laughs> like, crime device. Like, get this. Okay, check this out. Uh-huh. Check it. They require it, basically. It's like, if you want health insurance. So I'm the, I'm the government, Whoa. and I'm just like, okay, if you guys want free health insurance, you need to put these, uh. little, these sperm bots in. I already don't like it. They sperm bot everybody, okay? <laughs> and what they do is that when you commit some sort of crime, like if you steal or murder or whatever it is, the sperm bots inside of you basically create the surge of energy that creates like a tremor in your body and mm. you get like a three strike system. <laughs> so and it basically like where you die. Yeah. That's martial law, that would, dude. That would Fuck suck. That. And if that was the case, People would be taking their lives left and right because they're like, I don't want to live with somebody else controlling my body. This is right. You just behave. You just don't do bad shit. You just don't do bad shit. (sighs) Yeah, you say that, but nah, dude. Because if it can drop medicine, who's to say it can't put some other shit in there? Well, sure, it should be able to drop poison. Right. I mean, I guess medicine is poison. I mean, it's just chemicals. It's a foreign. So you can just poison this, poison that. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds kind of crazy. But (laughs) when you started saying that, I was like. Yeah, then they'd know, like, the little bots would know when you're doing drugs, and it'd be like, oh, you can't get free health insurance. But then I'm like, well, how's that any different than just getting a blood test? <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> it's just, I just see, like, 
multiple like imagine you know whoever these sperm bots are being made they're being packaged like created packaged preloaded because you got to print the you know get a 3d print this shit pre 3d print that and this and that preload. you got yeah you got to preload the load <laughs> and then uh <laughs> what if someone interferes with the cargo and then basically puts the wrong medicine in all of them like there's so yeah. much that could go wrong. I mean, wrong. I guess that that's possible in any case. I <laughs> never mind. Uh, I was trying to come up with a cool tube sock joke, but uh, well, let's not... all that work just to have him end up in a tube sock. Oh yeah. man, that's messed. <laughs> I feel like this is the news that like <laughs> like the 13 year old boy and all of us really comes out when we talk about shit like this. <laughs> it's a weird. It. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. Like, oh, my mic. It's it's a weird oh, yeah. concept. It is weird, Mike. Uh, it is weird. weird. I, I think it's just cool that uh, you know, if they can make stuff that small, that's apparently, it doesn't seem. It seems like the difference here is there's not a lot of moving parts. It's not like a tiny machine that's got, uh, you know, cogs and wheels and shit moving around yeah, in there that could self, possibly break down and will eventually mess up. These seem very simple. Right. It's magnetic, ba- ma- ma- magnetic based with just a whipping tail, and it seems like the whipping tail does its own action based. Like its current is just created based on the size of the tail versus the size of the head, you know. So it's not like there's a machine and they're moving the tail, from what I understand. It's basically you know I mean? self-sufficient. Yeah, it just moves in that perfect pattern based on the the ratio between the head and the tail. What? What? So it's not like a weird mechanical thing. It's just the natural phenomenon of that shape of thing moving through liquid. What happens when it's done and it, it, it's it's its job is done? The cancer, or the tumor is gone, and you know your sickness is cured or whatever. Do they re-extract mm. it from that point, or do they like find the nearest place? What happens? <sighs> That's a really good question. Like, do they keep it in? Like, do they reuse it? Like, what's what's the what's next? <sighs> That's a really good question. I mean, I guess since these things are magnetically. You know, you, you move them with magnets in some way. I, I assume there would be a way to make them all just flush out, like get them to a point where you can either extract, yeah, like they all go to your pee or something. I don't know. You pee them out? I have no idea. <sighs> Seems like something logical. Or maybe there's even, maybe they would even have this point where, okay, there's a home base, quote unquote, yeah, they can somewhere in your it. body. Yeah, or yeah, they can either extract it or wherever this home base is. That's where they can apply the new medicines and all these bots just like report back to base, you know, whenever they're done with their job and they're just chilling in this base. Or, and so you've always got these like 100 million of them in this little base at any time. And when it's time to administer medicine, you administer medicine to the home base. And then those little bots go out into your body, do their thing. When they're done, they come back to home base and just wait. I just keep. I don't know. Like, that'd be a cool idea. I keep looking at myself, third person, like hypothetically, and seeing like Neo in that bot, and it's like that makes oh, in me his stomach that he has <laughs> suction so out of his belly button. Uncomfortable. That's what I'm in looking the taxi right cab. Oh, the dude. only thing I can think of uh, the, the whole time I was reading this was the opening scene to uh, was it, look who's talking. I guess anytime I hear sperm, the word sperm, that's like what I pictured. The opening scene <laughs> to look who's talking, and all my ex girlfriends. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Guys, I'm sorry for all the sniffling. Gotta, my nose is just crazy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to edit all this out either. So, <laughs> Sorry. This podcast is also sponsored by Future Monsters, a premier apparel store with pop culture and horror focus. Each product is handmade with quality materials, so not only does it look good, but it feels so, so good. No mass-produced cheap garbage here, with designs inspired by King Kong, the Wolfman, and much more... 
These shirts are a must for every occasion, whether it be nightclub, metal shows, weddings, and of course, our favorite, podcasting. Head over to futuremonsters.com and enter the code HYBRO, that's a capital H-Y-B-R-O, at checkout to save 10% on your next purchase. We know we'll be doing that as soon as possible. <laughs> Let's give you a... <laughs> okay, so... Well, then... And then, if it's on to me... So, it's... The, it's uh, oh, shit. Guys, it's our 30th episode. <laughs> Is it 30? You've just heard news from me <laughs> and good old Taylorious Nelsonian <laughs> Maximus. <laughs> And now, for the first time ever, ever, and the last time ever, yeah, probably. ever, Johnny picked his own news. Picked my own news. Uh, yeah, a lot. lot, lot I messed Look, up. You're already, already, you're already messing a up. A lot rides on this. Um, it does. But uh, I'm pretty like stoked. Integrity. I'm pretty stoked about it. But before I go into this Our integrity, friendship. don't make me more nervous, Nick. Anyways, I, I want to. Dad's pre- love. I want to. He doesn't know that I'm doing this yet. I don't think he knows this. I know not. if he listens to it, he's right now. He's like, "Don't fuck this up, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Come on, Johnny. I'm rooting for you, but <laughs> dead to me. It's like a come sporting on, event. <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting closer to the speakers. They're like, all right, he's gonna come he's on. Gonna, he's gonna what's he gonna do? Is yeah. he gonna mess? Is he gonna botch this? He already. All right, Johnny missed step once. Points. Okay, three strikes. <laughs> he's out. Three strikes. He's out. All right. So I want to preface this. I was gonna say it right after Nick's news because I think it would ease his, his nerves. My, I'll just go into it. Okay, yeah, we right. don't need to preface. You already, already prefaced it. All right, great. All right. Perfect. Off to a great start, Johnny. All right, Nick, leave me alone, right? <laughs> I'm going to talk for a while, guys, so you're going to have to, have oh, to listen. Jesus okay. Christ. Water. Oh, okay, my computer just literally Look turned off. <laughs> That's strike number two. Okay. <laughs> Three points. Uh, Griffin, no, okay. Puff. Okay. <laughs> Three point deduction. Okay, I don't think they go by one. Okay. <laughs> Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, these four elements lived together in harmony. Then everything changed when humans attacked Earth and Earth attacked back. There have been many news sources that seem to be coming out every single week about new exoplanets. What's an exoplanet, you might ask? A planet revolving around a sun in a different solar system than our own. And moons for us to visit. And are they credible? And how do we get there? Today, we are talking about exoplanets. So more science for Nick. Wait, are you hosting an episode or are you giving news? News. Okay. I thought you were talking about the last airbender for a second. No, that kind of. That, right. that was that was a little subversion <laughs> for you. I for the if you at home, I'm trying my best to make this structured as, as the way they so, have. He got so excited. He's like, guys, I wrote a whole episode and yeah. I have 30 minutes to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have all this to do. They finally gave me a chance. They put <laughs> me in. Coach, they finally put me in. I don't even know if it's good. I might suck. Anyways, um, so yeah, there's a lot of news sources coming out every single day, every single week about new exoplanets. And you see them, are they credible? Right? <laughs> so this is what we're talking about. All right. And you t- I feel like you just found like three sources of news. You're like, that's talking about exoplanets. That's talking about exoplanets. Great. All right. Check. Good. Let's write the episode. <laughs> all over the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No, no. Specific one. Specific <laughs> one. And it's my favorite. It is my favorite example. And we're going to go on to it. Okay. So, but you're right. You're actually right. The first two things, there's two sources from uh, NASA.com, Kepler 62, full of liquid, nitrogen, frozen water, and space.com. Bro, what? NASA.com, that's not reputable. Yeah, come reputable. on. It so is. <laughs> come on. What does NASA stand Just for, joking. Johnny? Uh, nah, the National Astronomic Space Association? Sure. No. What is it? I'm pretty sure it's North American. I'm going to say, no, that's not right. I don't know. I don't know Anyways, what it is. Let's look it up. It's, Fact checking. Uh, 
I said National something, right? The National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Dude, Boom. I was so much closer than you guys. <laughs> Boom. Anyways, there's a lot <laughs> Mine of... Mine started with NN. There's a lot of... <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Move on. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, of different sources coming out. I'll skip past that. But the coolest one, my favorite one that I've been waiting on for many years is Proxima Centauri B. My Proxima Centauri B. My favorite exoplanet. And it, it's... It's pretty it, badass then. It is. Well, it, it revolves around the, 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 the sun Proxima, or... Yeah. Uh, anyways. Is that on your Tinder profile? I wish. That'd be a dope-ass My name. favorite exoplanet <laughs> yeah, is right. Proxima. <laughs> okay. Well, There's going to be a chick out there that would really dig that. Probably. And she's the one for me. Okay. But the, the headline reads. <laughs> the head, let me finish. You got to deal with the answer. You got to deal with the answer. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. But the headline reads, closest planet ever discovered outside our solar system with a dayside ocean. Sounds like a fucking spa, Ooh, does it not? A dayside ocean? Hell yeah, I'd visit that on the weekend. It's like there's there's a sauna, a jacuzzi, a steam room, and a dayside and ocean. A dayside ocean. Dude, like what? Wait, okay. Give me a minute. Did you say Proxima Centauri? Centauri B. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Proxima Centauri B. Nick, I'm giving you the info right here. I know, I know. I'm just what's, making what's sure. What's Alpha Centauri? Because I've heard that. Yeah, so, so there's. What is that? So there, is that another star? So, yeah, so there, there's. Alpha Centauri is, Pro- is Proxima Centauri. Yeah, so there's the same thing. There's, there's, I think two different, two different suns, and they have three different planets that orbit around them. But this is my favorite one. Why is it your favorite? What's yeah. your second favorite, Johnny? I need to know. I gotta know. Kepler. <laughs> oh shit. Give me your top five exoplanets, please. Ke- oh shit, Kepler. Top five exoplanets. I have it somewhere in my notes. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> G something. Oh yeah, uh, Galesi six six seven CC was my second favorite one. Tight. I'm a nerd, guys. I literally, I like, I like. Planets. I like Harry Potter and exoplanets, <laughs> guys. Count me in. I'm a nerd. <laughs> okay. I also work out. I know a lot about cars, and uh, some call me a boat guy. No one. Everybody calls him a boat guy. No one called me a fucking boat guy. Also, his brother's a fucking pilot. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> this episode isn't about me. It's about it's about how dope this is gonna be. Okay. It's about exoplanets. All right, okay. Johnny. Wait, quick quiz. What? Okay. What's the right ascension of uh? Proxima Centauri B. The right ascension? Yeah. What's an ascension? What's the constellation that it's in? I don't know. I know. I, ascension is I what do I know do that it is like 4.3 light years away. What's the 4.224? Good job. What's, four, what's the spectral type? Nick, I don't know. I'm just checking. You're <laughs> you know, a fan of the, Nick, pl- the, the Nick, exoplanet. You, yeah, well, okay. So my, my, my favorite food is chocolate. I don't know everything about chocolate, though. Give me three types of chocolate. Uh... White chocolate makes me poop. Dark uh, and milk. <laughs> okay. Anyways, you, Nick, you don't fact check you and you, you can ask, me, ask me three types of Bigfoot right now. It's totally different. You don't have to I, ask I me. can give Yeti. Skunk, Yeti and the uh, albino. Albino? What? Albino the, Bigfoot. The Jasper albino. Uh, Jasper albino. I can give you three <laughs> of those too. Okay. Why am I getting patronized? I want black to bear, do... brown bear, grizzly bear. That's three. What it's, episode uh, is this? Bear? Thirty. You, I said, oh, I thought you said Bigfoot. Well, yeah, Bigfoot too. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, Yowie. Again, <laughs> NASA confirms over thirty. Count it thirty. What? Thirty? Thirty exoplanets that are inhabitable in the Goldilocks zone. Okay. Tight. So, uh, so moving past that. Um, well, how often? Uh, well, it wasn't too long ago that they found the first one, though, right? Yeah. Like it hadn't been. No, it's a not. Long time, it's not right? super long ago, and, and my news gets under that a little bit as well. But it's not like we've been looking for exoplanets for a long time. It's when only did, when is this news? Yeah, it was from? like, oh, they don't exist. They don't this exist. This specific article was from like September seventeenth. I can look it up. Right oh, this year. 
Yeah, the, the, dude. Well, Proxima Centauri B has been around for a long time, but like the, the idea of <laughs> billions it, of years. Well, yeah, but like like we've known about it. <laughs> we've, Ancient. We've known about it, but like the specifics are, are coming out, and there are negatives to it. Like it it revolves around a, a red dwarf star, a really really close, and it has solar flares, so like the, the atmosphere would be super great, and it's tidal locked, which means it always looks ah. to the same part of the um the, the face. So like there's only At least a, the oceans on that side. Uh, well, it's believed that that side's really really hot, and the back's really really cold. Uh, so there's like a ring we would we would kind of inhabit. 2013. Uh, okay. What is when the first indications of the exoplanet? Yeah. Were really? Found. 2013. That oh, was shit. that long ago. That's great. That actually helps Whoa. me for a little bit. That's yeah, we found 30 of them in like four years, five years. That's pretty cool. And th- 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 and again, exoplanets. The 30 is all or, or or sorry, let me re- reiterate. In the Goldilocks zone. Yeah, yeah. NASA confirms yeah, yeah, yeah. more than 30 super Earths. In the Goldilocks oh, zone, and the super Earth oh. is something that is considered way bigger than Earth. How far is the Goldilocks zone from oh. here? Uh, well, the Goldilocks zone is just—it's a—it's a distance between um, the Sun and it's like f- far out, and where we can inhabit. And so have. it's in our—it's in our galaxy. It's like we're here. How the Earth is related to the Sun, like the distance from the Earth to the Sun. So, the, like the size of our Sun, the distance we are—that's uh, our Goldilocks zone, whatever ratio that is. You're, you're really close. So, so this is what okay. it's like. So, if there's cool. the center mass, let's just call it your fist, right? There's a certain distance out which the Goldilocks zone starts. That's the inner ring, and then you keep going out uh, in like a, a straight path. And then so far from that star, the end of the Goldilocks zone starts. And depending on how big the star is, is how big the uh, Goldilocks zone is, or I think it was called the inhabitable zone. Uh, but anyways, uh, when a st- when a, uh, a planet is in that zone, either at the front of it, the back of it, it has the properties, the necessary, um, I guess, abilities to have uh, oxygen in the form of air, water, and no, oh, sorry, liquid in the form of water, and some type of atmosphere that we can essentially not have a greenhouse effect. That's the is it pretty zone. much based on temperature, or is it they're like yeah. okay, since it's in this zone, it could have all these gases or whatever, or is that also temperature based? I, I think it is temperature based. That's why. So in, in this specific example, the Goldilocks zone is so much tighter because the star is so much it's smaller. Huge. Oh oh oh. Because you can how long is a light okay, year? Okay, I got it, got it. A yeah. light year? Yeah. How uh, long does it take space travel? Well, like it, one light year is how long? Well, it's one year for traveling the speed of light. And do can we travel the speed of light? No, hell no. But I'm glad you asked that question, Nick, because <laughs> the second piece of news has to do with lift lights. I knew so, we're connected. Track with me, dude. Solipsism. Okay, so synchronicity. <laughs> tra- Damn it. <laughs> so, it's all right. So, so track with me. So uh, uh, tracking. Okay. Okay. So. Locked on. <laughs> so the the quote goes: We chose to go to the moon, nay, Proxima Centauri B, in this decade, and do the other thing, not because <laughs> it is easy, right. but because it is hard. Now, not how, because it is hard. Because because it is not hot. because it is easy. Because Wait, because did it is you hot. change the quote? Things. I said nay, moon, nay, Proxima Centauri B. <laughs> nay, Proxima Centauri B. Like we go. Anyways, you you listen to it later. Right. Um. Wait, that's not the actual quote though. It's not. I I I. I, I <laughs> oh no! I'm just, I'm just trying. President yeah, Kennedy. He knows about Proxima Centauri. Be my ass. I, may, I mean, some say he was a time travel. That's saved. We'll save that for a later date. Oh, he was an alien guy. That that's was for sure. that was a thought. He's a reptilian. Reptilian. I didn't know that. The more you know. Continue. Um. So what's holding us from getting back to why can't we go to Proxima Centauri B? Tell, ask me why or tell me why. Why? It's too many light years away. Too many light years away. 
4.224? I say 4.3. I like to round up. Right. So um, 4.3 light years away to Alpha Centauri, 23.6 light years away to my second favorite, which is Mars's cousin, Gillespie 667 CC, I think. And past that, another another option, <laughs> 1,400 light years away from Kepler 452b. This is way too far away. That's a lot of light years. Okay. We would have to essentially teleport there. So, here, well, I guess where, we would if we are going what, faster than the speed what, light. You sound like someone's cousin at a party who just got out of prison, and he <laughs> just did a lot of cocaine, like a lot of cocaine. Dude, I like planets. That's what you. <laughs> what I like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds like you. Am yeah. I speaking too fast? You're just you're you're really excited, and I love it. I love the energy. Cool. We'll keep it up. But it, so, it oh, sounds no. like yeah. <laughs> okay, so what seemed impossible to think a way to get there, right? It seemed impossible, but we have to know where we were to know where we're going. So. This article just recently arose. Recently, <laughs> recently, in 2010, it was it was it was written, but it just recently like resurfaced, and it blew my fucking mind. I'm not sure you guys have read this yet, but it was back in 2010. For generations, physicists believed there is nothing faster than light moving through a vacuum, essentially space, a speed of 186,000 miles per second. That's the speed of light. 186,000 oh, okay. miles per second. And there's a kilometers. You can do the conversion if you want. But, and I just read pencil click. Taylor's writing it down. Taylor's like, all right, let's all do right. it. Uh, yeah, all right. all right. But in an experiment in Princeton, new okay, an experiment in, Prin- in Princeton, physicists sent a pulse of laser light through a cesium vapor to quickly uh, that to quickly let, let the light out. So they put it through one side and it went out the other, um, and it basically had left the chamber. Before it entered, I'm not sure what that really means, but basically it went really Whoa. fast. It went really, really fast. The pole, Wait, what? Yeah, I know it sounds crazy. Oh, okay. I, oh, I, got, I, right. I quantified it by saying that's the best way they could describe it because how do you really right. describe light at that speed? Anyways, so there was a specific vapor in this object which made it go really, really fast. So that pulse traveled 310 times faster in that than it would have in a vacuum chamber. 310 oh, wow. times the speed of light. That is insanely fast. How fast, you you might ask? That's How fast, Johnny? A- ask me again. How fast, Johnny? That's How fast was it? <laughs> How fucking fast was it, Johnny? I gotta know. 57.6 million miles a second. Wow. Whoa. Dude, that's fast. Holy so shit, fast. dude. 310 so- times the speed. You can fetch it at home. My math's really bad. Anyways, you know what that means? That means that Proxima Centauri B is 4.2 light years away, but with this cesium like vapor around us, yeah. we, like, going the speed of light, uh-huh. we would get you there. You could have got there yesterday. In three days. And if we wanted to go to Mars, which is 182 seconds away via light, we would get there in 0.5 seconds. So what happened? But that what do you mean, what happened? You would essentially be teleporting, though, right? You'd be teleporting. In this experimenting. Yeah, like in this experiment, it. <laughs> it fucking exited before it even entered the tube, right? Yeah, the, it, it's so not. I, I, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's. <laughs> I guess if something goes faster than the speed of light, is it really traveling? I guess it's still traveling that space, right? Or is it just boom, boom? Yeah, it seems like it's impossible it's to, faster than to measure the distance between those two points. It's like you put the two pieces of paper together and said, "This is now the the entrance. same place." Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. It's fucking wild. And so, what, 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 wild and crazy. Probably that exactly, and so this is this is where my my mind went to, right? So right. we have like two thousand. Sorry, my bad. Th- th- that news came back out in two thousand, right? And the population was at five point two billion, and now it's at seven point six billion. Wait, 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 wait. What news? The news I just said about the the light with and the, the gas. The season. Okay, yeah. So that came out in two thousand. It just resurfaced. Okay. 
Um, but you talked about how fast light was moving, so I wanted to bring it in there. Perfect. So the population was at 5.2 billion in 2000 when they released this before exoplanets, before yeah. they thought about it. I'm sure it's way in their back of their head now. And the population now is at six or 7.65 billion and climbing. Uh, and I, I did some research on this, not a whole lot, but I found out the number one contributor, you guys probably both know this, to population is China. And I, if, yeah. if they're number one and they have a crazy space presence, like a mama bear in the Goldilocks zone, what, what, they are probably very, <laughs> very, very eager to get us to a different planet. And they can probably do that with this fucking cesium. So that's. So what you're saying is you, me, and Taylor are taking a trip. To China to steal to the China. Dude, we're going to China. <laughs> yes. China. Yes. For so sure. we're stealing sure. the cesium, right? I don't know how hard cesium is to come by. So the thing with China is that since they have five times the populace we have, they create a lot more greenhouse gases, but I'm sure they had the finger on their pulse of some way to, to unlock the, the, this code. And now that we're talking about exoplanets, mm-hmm. and, it, and we just literally discovered the first moon out of our solar system. Like, the, the, like a, what's it called? A... An extrasolar moon, like the first we've ever found. Really? We just, yeah, we just found it. We don't. We didn't have never known about. We, we've heard about Titan. Around so Saturn. none of these exoplanets have moons. I we guess? just can't see them. The way the way we, okay. we find a planet is if we're looking at a sun really far away, a star, and the, the light shifts very briefly for a couple minutes, hours, okay. and then that's the planet crossing in front of it, and then yada yada. So we'd have yada. to be seeing this planet in the same place several times, and then exactly. to try and see if it has a moon right, right next to it. That's, yeah, it's it's not easy to okay. find. It's not, it's, it's, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> now that I've given you guys that news, which blew my mind, it's like... It's pretty fucking crazy. You know what that reminds me of? What? What's that movie we talked about last week? Uh, Nick, you brought it up. Val Kilmer was in it. Uh, something about science and lasers. Uh, real, real, oh, 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 real genius. Oh, real genius. I real love genius. that movie. Genius, yeah. Yeah, all these lasers. I can love that. Oh, and there's ways we've thought about getting to speed of light, which is like cesium. Yes, but laser travel. So we, we think if we can project somebody in like space, honey, I the kids, and we use a laser to like speed them up, they can go infinitely because we can shine a laser for like I guess infinite. But like, why are we doing oh, like any to of that? P- stuff? Continuously powered. And- I don't know because we're sending different space probes into space, just like willy nilly. But are we really trying to see how fast we can make them go? But you, like, we, you and I were talking about this last night, and Taylor, we called you in the car on the way home because friendship. Uh, but we, <laughs> 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 um, I like we so. We went to the moon in 1969. Great. Awesome. It cost a shit ton of money. Awesome. So much money. But, like, how far have we come since then? Like, we did some some crazy shit. And, like, we have a rover on Mars, which is pretty tight. And I know that, (laughs) I know that, like, to a civilian, finding space dust and, like, particles in the space dust is crazy to a scientist. But to the civilian, what's the point of breaking news? Unless you find something that's going to change the game. But, like, if you're sending all of that shit in space, like, why are we not trying to go faster? Why are we not trying to send a dog into space? I just think that there's a limit to the the speed that humans can handle, you know? Well, that's that's also a fascinating concept. So, like, the the way we would uh, accelerate would have to be either, uh, like, very slow or non-existent because it's not the speed that would kill us; it's that velocity change. How much would if you were actually traveling at that speed? At that speed, wouldn't it like turn you into like putty? No, no, no. Like, it, it, well, no. I guess yeah. There's no gravity or anything, so you'd just be coasting, yeah. right? I mean, I guess it wouldn't even. There would be no g forces. I think there's no gravity. Your speed, if it's constant, you don't feel it. It's only the, the change yeah. in velocity that you'd feel. Okay. So, okay. So you'd have to. And, yeah, I mean, I know we've talked about it a couple times on the podcast, but. 
and maybe we should look deeper into it one day, but whatever this micro microwave technology that keeps popping up in my researches about, like they think that this microwave technology might be the way to get up to the speed of light out in space, where you basically start at like a finger tap, you know, out in the space, you know, finger tap this device, you know, or push it with your hand, you know, lightly push this thing, just get it in movement. And it's got this conical shape in the back of it, this weird shape that has these microwaves bouncing around and they haven't really figured out why it propels, like why it, it shouldn't have any propulsion, but okay. it does, even though it's a tiny, tiny, tiny amount, like almost unmeasurable here on Earth. Well, because but it's in space. It's been measured. They're like, yeah, it's been measured a few times where, yeah, it does propel, uh, propel a little bit, but in space, all they need is that one little click. And as long as it is speeding up gradually and gradually and gradually, then it'll eventually hit the speed of light. What totally. like what blows my mind is I just because I got curious, you know what what's the fastest spacecraft ever? Uh, the Gravitron. It is two Nelson. I don't know what the name <laughs> of it is, but it it goes this to the speed of two hundred two hundred sixty five thousand kilometers per hour, which is a hundred. Oh. 165 miles the, per hour. 165,000. Oh, uh, Juno probe. Nashville's Juno probe. Wait, how? Uh, I thought it was the PF flyer as well on Nick Floyd's feet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how close that is or what the fraction of that is to the speed of light, though. That could be minuscule to the speed of light. Oh, it's like nothing. So, but the, the, the concept I have here, guys, even if we could reach speed of light, it would take us, like I have here, like four years to get to, 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 to uh, Proxima Centauri or, you know, I don't know a, a thousand years to get to to get to Kepler, like that's not feasible. Um, we would have to go faster. Now, how we would get cesium around us, I have no idea. But it, I just think that now that now that we have these two components to get us there and pl- a place to go, we can start fucking moving. And so uh, I'm gonna leave you guys with some hypotheticals, if I may. Tight. Wrap this up, Johnny. I'm gonna wrap it up. High hypotheticals. So, and this is a lot of movies, a lot of sci-fi that's coming out <sighs> right now, but. If this was possible, would you, Taylor and Nick, make the journey and leave everything behind? Uh, you know, I, I would have to really think about what point I am in my life and exactly what I thought was going on at the place when I get there. If my job was to start a whole new race, I would maybe be down. What, what do you mean your job? Like if that was the whole purpose. He was, was sent like, there, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sent there to seed this community, seed this race, with my beautiful jeans. That's probably everybody's job. It's just a side yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess that would be the job. Yeah. Well, we need that and an audio engineer. <laughs> exactly. We want this shit to sound crispy, <laughs> baby. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Nick? Uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think I would. I think it would su- Like, what? You get there? It would suck. It would suck. It, uh, it would, it would be, suck. You'd, you'd have no friends, no phone, no family, no money. You'd be starting- No job. You would literally be no one. You'd be a caveman. You would, you would miss nothing. things. You would miss stuff. Dude, but man, so think bad. about if it resembles any if it resembles the earth, man. How, how cool would it would it have been to be, you know, existing on the earth like as you are right now with the knowledge that you have, mm-hmm. you can build stuff. But existing on a world where it's just beautiful environment, dude, beautiful nature. And well, possibly, who knows, possibly deadly animals though. Ooh, yeah, that could be scary. So, deadly animals? Like what if you get sick? Out there, like, what if yeah, you get some sort no, of infection and there's I, yeah, nothing I guess there? That'd be a number one scare. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the planets, the radiation, because a lot of them, their atmosphere is not as dense as ours. Could you it, come back? Like that, you go and come a, back. That's a concept. I think that would change back, the game one hundred percent. Because I had Christopher Columbus that shit without killing uh, call, and murdering. You know, 
You call it India? Huh? You call it India? Yeah. That's. I mean, it's possible. If that was <laughs> India the table, Andromeda, that's what I'd call it. If it was, that was Andromeda, it, hell yeah. Because like, <laughs> like, listen, if if the trip to Proxima Centauri was three three days, dude, I'd go on weekends. Sure, <laughs> I just wouldn't want to die in space. That sucks. But yeah, but the time. So when you're going at the speed of light, time is passing incredibly slower. So millions of years would have passed on Earth during that three day trip, right? I don't think it's that drastic. I I I did some research about. It's called the Doppler effect. I think. Um, when you travel close to the speed of light, it's never documented at speed of light, but when you cl- travel close to the speed of light, your clock, well, it slows down, but I don't think it, like, stops that well, The Doppler hard. effect is just how audio is affected by... Is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you travel four years in space and you go all the way there, how long would that be on Earth? I don't have that number in front of me, but I don't think it would be that drastically different. I think it is, dude. I think it's pretty drastic. I think it's minute when you're talking about it's minute on Earth. I mean, it happens on Earth every day. Like when you travel at a faster speed, like when you run fast as fuck, time is tra- time is act- is different on <laughs> your yeah, body than like, it is for someone who's just standing still. Even though it's incredibly minute. Oh well, then let's um, let, let's assume then that let's say you go to Proxima Centauri B and you're going like faster than the speed of light, and you come back and everyone's aged, let's say ten years. Would you do it? Yeah, I would do that. One year. One light year is equal to 365.25 days. Wait, at what speed? Oh, wait. <laughs> at what speed are you going to f- get that to that distance of a light year? You understand? A light year isn't a yeah. time. It's a distance that you're going the speed of light. I don't know. All I know is one light year is 9.46607 trillion kilometers. That's so, all I know. So, anyways, um, we'll 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 get off the, uh, the of that. But I, there's one more hypothetical I had in here. Do you think it is possible, feasible, or like happening that and Taylor? Have you seen Interstellar before? Yeah, Nick, you have obviously. Hans Zimmer, what what? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was just Hans's native tongue yeah. in Germany. Uh. Do you think there's already been a plan set in, in stone where like species, like stem cells, sperm cells, have been like, made for a colony that the government already knows that the Earth is going to, like, crash and burn, and they're sending it out, and they have a plan for it to go to one of these planets they're not telling us about, because if they did, we would all want to take it. Do you think that's in place? Uh, I do think that's very possible, dude. I, yeah. I mean, do they know something? Somebody knows something's up, man. We've seen the Denver Airport stuff. We've seen the Georgia Guidestones. We know somebody knows something's up. Dude, and apparently all these aliens are coming in, and they are telepathically communicating with little Zimbabwean kids. They're telepathically communicating with Dr. Stephen Greer, and they're telling us that the planet is in shambles, man. It's about to fuck. We're about to fuck it up. I, I there is no doubt in my mind. Like we've talked about space force, and that there was probably a pre-existing space force that we shouldn't know about, and that the president wouldn't know about. Yeah, I, I, dude. There's got to be, you know, if they really did find alien craft, you know, in the 40s and 50s or whatever, and they've been reverse engineering it this whole time, they've got to have this, they've got to have some crazy knowledge that we don't know about. And if there was, like, a, that when they landed on the moon and they saw aliens while they were there, and they're like, yo, you guys get the fuck out. You're not welcome here. Humans, out. They, and they continually go back, and they probably communicated with them, and they got them, gave them some information, and they're like, "These are they, they, yes." I say yes. Okay. Well, I, I agree with you, <laughs> Nick. What do you think? So, I mean, I feel like 
and we didn't talk about what our topics were today. We didn't like pre. We didn't preface to make sure we didn't pick the same topics. We just oh, yeah. sort of like loosely yeah. told a vague description. Uh, we just said like, "Oh, mine's space. Mine's universe. Mine's also whatever." Space. Uh, I have like somehow all three of our topics were related, related. to each other. Totally. So with the so how do, how do we <laughs> sending sperm bots? Yeah. So how do we, how exactly do we tie in? Oh, I, I got sperm you. bots. I totally got you right here. And then the invisible light uh, okay. or FBRs. This is how we're going about this, right? Or FRBs, so, whatever they're called. So Taylor's and Kevin Bacon. Taylor's sperm bots. Yeah, are, yeah. If you could tie Kevin Bacon in, I'll give you hundred. Okay. Bucks. So this movie stars Kevin Bacon, right? And he is <laughs> is being injected with these sperm bots. Um, what was the other term, Taylor? The uh, cum droid. Cum droid. Uh, <laughs> and and so they're basically helping him become immune to uh, what was it called in 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 uh, in First Man? The, the 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 chemicals they got in quarantine because it was what they were. Oh, like, they didn't know. They said they they were quarantined after they were quarantined for like chemicals three like, months or something and like alien particles. So yeah. like Kevin Bacon's being injected with these sperm droids and he's going on this intergalactic um, travel. Because there was a radiation, a radio light that was being sent in a direction, and that led to what seemed the perfect exoplanet. He gets there to inhabit and give human race his the perfect genome of human. Of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon with his sperm droid. It's making him <laughs> infinitely healing. That's well, who's his female sidekick, or who's who's his female um, uh, compadre? Second half. Oh, that's super easy. Uh, I would say Sharon Stone. Not a bad choice. I was gonna go with. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. So wait. Sharon so Stone. he would go there. That's his plan. But like, it was a, a movie. But the government was fucking doing it all along. That's how it all ties in. <laughs> I mean, if, that we, if we were to tie everything together, I really fucking good. If we were to tie everything together without Kevin Bacon, I'd say that basically these sperm bots would have were to basically create an internal shield in our body from these fast radio bursts if they actually do indeed affect us because mm-hmm. maybe one day they will mm-hmm. and these fast radio bursts are actually coming from the exoplanet fuck yeah uh-huh. synchronicity this was secret yeah this was literally an episode about synchronicity and how three completely random topics that we chose without the help of one another can tie into one another. Yeah, guys, I did this. That's pretty myself. freaking sweet. I'm a big boy. Starring Kevin Bacon and Olivia Wilde. Ooh, I like that. I'm impressed. I put her in every movie, honestly. Taylor, was there a number thirty anywhere in your topic? Because Nick had a thirty. I had a thirty. Uh, let me count some numbers on my page. <laughs> you had a thirty. I had a thirty. It was NASA confirms more than thirty super, super Earths. And I want to agree, Taylor. Earlier, you said something about like, oh, it'd be a beautiful nature. A lot of these planets, they're either all ocean or really rocky. The idea of of of, of um, uh, Centauri being um, Proxima Centauri being like having a an ocean whatever it was dayside ocean is awesome, but it's super unlikely for that shit to happen often. Yeah, it only needs to happen once every uh, couple hundred years, though. I guess you know how long would it take us to fuck that planet up? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, at our at, I think at our speed right now, if we were to go back to ancient times, not a long time, but. Let's go in there with our, our, our prerequisite notion now of Starbucks and littering and plastic. We would oh. fuck it up really, really fast. Right. Dude, yeah. So, my episode was going to be about uh, this topic that came out this past week about like the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This climate change stuff. And, uh. All right. That's crazy, dude. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it. 
Yeah, oh, we'll coming. talk about it another episode. It was pretty. It was all that crazy stuff. Then it was. It would have tied into this episode too. I think. Oh, it absolutely would. I like. Yeah. I guess the last hep- hypothetical that I would I would want to part on, having known this knowledge and the stuff that we know, if if we could, if there was a second Earth, it was it was exactly the same in all way. It was a fresh start. Do you think that we would make the same mistakes as a civilization? On a second Earth, knowing what we know now and seeing where we are. What now. kind of mistakes do you mean? In terms of like environment gases and environmental and I want to think so structural and yeah. shitty people. I think people. Um, yeah, dude. I think it, it's all it comes down to convenience, and people will f- probably start off doing things normal pioneer ways, and then once they Figure shit out. More sciences happen. Industrial revolutions happen, and things just get more convenient. Like it, it'd be so hard to change some of our ways right now. Like yeah. on just a personal level, like how, like you know, you need to like consume foods that have less plastic wrappings. You know, but how the fuck you do that? I have no right. fucking idea. You know that you need to be driving an electric vehicle. Can any of you guys afford it? I can't afford it. Like, it's so hard. I don't even understand how, as normal people, can we do this. I, be, yeah. I want to recycle. My town does not recycle. You have to pay for the recycling, pe- like the recyclers, to, to come here and pick up our recycling. It is nuts. You, I went yeah. on the rant, dude, when I worked at Johnny's Pizza. I was like, guys, we throw away an insane amount of stuff that is clearly recyclable. I'm going to start doing it for our store. And I started doing it, man. I was doing it for maybe three or four months. I was taking all the cans that I could, all the cardboards I could, all the metallic rounds that I could, and I would take them to the recycler, man, and not necessarily to make money, but kind of, yeah, I wanted to redeem it for cash, not that it was very much, but dude, it's so time-consuming. It's so, like, hard. where do you keep all this this stuff before you go take it to the recycler, you know? It's just a big-ass process, and it... I don't know, man. I feel bad about myself because it. I I equated it to a waste. Of t- I equated it to a waste when I know it wasn't. I should have just kept doing it and tried to make that habit branch out in other parts of my life. But it, dude, it was hard and it didn't work. Mm, wow. But I want I want to do something. So if if we can figure something out, if our listeners know, if we have listeners out there who have made changes like this in their life, and they're like, oh, I got a simple method that could, will help you. I, I want to know some shit. I want to know some shit because I want to start doing something. What, what if it was like what. stop eating ice cream because that's where cow cows make ice cream? I'm fucking with it, dog, because I'm, I'm months into that plan, what son. Stop hey. eating pizza. I'm so off the creams right now, dude. What about stop eating pizza because cheese comes from cows? Well, <laughs> come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's be reasonable. Let's, Let's be reasonable. reasonable. Let's take some steps back. I'll eat less cheese, but what if we just make a compromise and say, okay, I don't need to drink milk as long as we can make creamers for my coffee out of something, you know. Almonds. I don't need to drink milk, you know, but I I need some cheese every now and then. I mean, like cheese is ninety percent of my diet, but yeah, I I will I will make some kind of change. So Nick, yes, Nick, I would say we would make a difference on an exoplanet if given the opportunity in our future, if the right people went, and if we had. 100% solid evidence that if we didn't, we would just be as easily doomed to fail. Right. And are we actually, I mean, and we like, okay, that's a, uh, it's a can of worms. Yeah, it's a huge, for, we'll get For there. a future episode, but are we actually as doomed as we say we are? Because I feel like every seven years, five to seven years, I see the article that says, climate 
climate professionals say that we only have until da 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 to live, or our whole entire Earth is going to die. That was YK20. Like, it happens often. Always near election times. Yeah. It's just one of those hot, you know, hot issues that. They can just toss up and be like, uh, divide people, you know, clearly divide people, show some side you're on. Yeah. I you mean, know? like, think about how, and they, like, this is a can of worms, but think about how they were doing things back in the 20s, 30s, 40s with how polluted things were with coal True. mining, with all of that shit. Manufacturer. And even though we do a lot and we have a lot of people living here and we have a lot of gases and all that stuff, like, we're still kind of doing things better than they were. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. It's but just, yeah, yeah, it's kind of how that. you look at it. I mean, we'll, we'll, they were burning coal for their specific machine. We're burning coal to make energy to to run the new machine that doesn't burn coal. You know, so it's still, still burning the same shit. We'll get to right. it, though. Still burning fossil fuels. Let's just switch to solar and call it a day. Yeah, Elon yeah. Musk solar rooftops didn't do I shit, love it. though. Oh, we need, uh, <laughs> we need free solar. energy. We need uh, global free access to energy that... Uh, that Tesla was talking about. It's coming. Hopefully. I mean, that's what those right. fucking pyramids... Fire those pyramids up, dude. I'll build a pyramid in my backyard if I have to. Taylor's <laughs> 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 like, oh my god! <laughs> Aliens are fucking coming! It's happening! <laughs> that was a dope-ass sound. That was great. Dude, that was... Well, <laughs> what'd you make that with? That was a pyramid sound. <laughs> All right, well, guys, if you got a hypothetical you want us to talk about or a thought you'd like to share about today's episode, great news. You can shoot us an email at hybrothoughts at gmail.com. Guys, you don't just have to send us a hypothetical. You can send us a news story that interested you that you want to hear us talk about. You can send us a fun fact that you want to hear us talk about. Guys, we'll talk about anything. Yeah, tell, tell us how much anything. you hated me hosting. Yeah, tell us how much you hated me. I don't John. know, John. I think you fucking crushed it. I think so. I think you crushed it. I'm going to cry. I'm proud of you. Some of those words <laughs> were oh, real shit. tight. I'm actually getting a little, little... You did great. You talked a little fast, but... Yeah. <laughs> a little verklempt. That's I'm, me. I'm very fast. Uh, it was great. You did well, a great job. It's the last time doing it, guys, so uh, bye. I mean that for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We may need you to do it every couple of weeks, yeah. but... <laughs> we need you. We need you. Uh, keep us fresh. Also, fun. make sure to head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like at facebook.com slash hybrothetical thinking for more content throughout the week. Guys, and also make sure to send an email to Capri Sun because we haven't talked about it in a while, but God, we'd like to get sponsored by it. And we can't, Trying to get 100,000 signatures on this petition. God. We can't do it without you guys. Uh, so without being said, guys, make sure to like, subscribe, and all that shit right now. I just want to take a second, and I want to shout out my boy Sneaky Rafiki. Yeah. Sneaky Rafiki! Sneaky Rafiki. Oh, Sneaky Rafiki is a legend. Uh, he is one of a kind, wonderful. He's hitting us up, dude. And a large support system for this podcast. Also, I want to shout out to... I'm noticing that Nick shouts out a lot. We got to come up with shouts today. I shout out to yeah, Taylor. Shout out to Taylor Nelson. He's dope as hell. Uh, so yeah, sh- what shout, up, what out, up? shout out to Jacqueline Alexis as well. Uh, you've also been an amazing support system. Of course, we got Nikki Normshire. Uh, and some other amazing people listen to the podcast. I just want to take a second, guys. Thanks so much for getting us to episode 30. This is fucking incredible. Dude, episode 30. It's wild. I thought, I didn't think we were going to go very far. This I know. Is, this is a, this is a, <laughs> how many months is this? A long time. Four times. It's 30 weeks. Equals it's 30, like 30 weeks. It's four times six. It's, it's, thir- <laughs> it's 30 weeks. <laughs> How many months is that? 30 divided by 4. Yeah, but I'm, 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 it's, I'm, it's I'm, almost 8. A bunch of film students doing eight. math, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's almost 8. It's eight, almost that, 8. Has it been 8 months? Dude, 8 almost. months? Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it. 7.5. That's crazy.
crazy. It's nuts. Dude, shit. Is that wild? <laughs> Holy shit. Seven months? I'll never get back, but I, I can have. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, let's just end it on that note. I want to end it right guys, now. Guys, that's a lot of Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Episode 30. Uh, we'll see you at 31. Uh, I have been and always and still will be until the climate takes me. Uh, Nick. <laughs> and guys, I'm Taylor. I'll be on Proximus and Tari B as Johnny Clark waving you. See you guys later. <laughs>